everyone, and welcome to episode 114 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt. Hey, hey Manny, do you yeah. want to tell me another tale of the shepherd? No, I okay. don't. Uh, sure? can, well, don't worry we can talk about that i have done <laughs> the research i said i would do awesome so i did the, i did a hot frame by frame of that trailer and i know more than anyone should know about it i watched the trailer once last night mm. you missed some key components i think um i don't know if i'd call them key but... no you did because it okay. takes place in the same universe as andromeda oh good good um... yeah but we'll talk about it uh yeah that sounds great uh, i mean that part is okay it's the <laughs> other parts that sound interesting i'm excited so. for you uh i'm not <laughs> Uh, let's get into some news. Uh, we're not okay. talking about the Game Awards until the very end. That's going to be our part three. So yes, um, th- these are just kind of news n- tidbits that we scraped the the bottom of the barrel. So mm-hmm. yeah, right out of the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miles Morales has uh, gotten an update, and it now has sixty FPS and ray tracing. Yeah, so now there are too many options. There are three options, um, and this one is a happy medium. So the one that I and most people played on, because that's what it defaults to, is 30 frames per second with ray tracing on and uh, very good reflections on buildings and all kinds of sweet uh, graphical upgrades, really high uh, population density in the streets and things like that and then at launch the other version was performance which is 60 frames a second where it gets rid of the ray tracing and all those other features i mentioned um but still looks pretty good and runs very well now this is a happy medium where it is 60 frames a second with the ray tracing and to get that they had to lower the resolution slightly and it doesn't have very high pedestrian density and not very good reflections in the windows. So, oh man, that sounds awful. It is actually. I think I think playing in the default mode will still be the best way to play. Oh, you do? Uh yeah, because it just it looks ridiculous. Like the added visual effects really like change the way the entire thing looks. I I just I saw a lot of people saying like once they tried the 60 FPS, they couldn't go back to the 30. Uh that is fair, I think, but I don't know. It it is already pretty fluid at 30 and like right. it feels a lot better at 60, don't get me wrong, but it's right, one of those right. things where it's like I I bought a PS5 to have it look hot as hell, you know what I mean? Right, so right. And I mean that's very clearly the way they designed it in the first place. So right, yeah. I'll be playing it on uh, the PS4, so I'm sure I'll get 30 frames per second and no ray tracing. You will get zero ray tracing and really no reflections, probably. And that's fine. Uh, it is because uh, I really liked uh, the 2018 game, and that's how I played that one. So I assume it'll play just like that. Uh, yeah, I can't say. Because I don't know. I that's just my assumption. Because like I would have heard something if like if people are like, oh my god, this is a terrible port and blah blah blah. Uh, I don't know. I have not heard of any single person ever playing it on the PS4, so I can't say. Mm. I I think it's one of those cases where like the fact that you don't hear anything means it's fine. And uh, probably or the I like I've never seen a PS4 copy of this game. That's fair. If that, if that is any indication, <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I have not seen it in a store. I've seen it mm. nowhere. So I don't know. 
is it even on PS4? It is. No, I know. I just. Uh, I mean, is it though? Like, that's yeah. my that's my question. Like, did it actually come out for real? I have no. I have no fucking clue because all the reviews were about the PS5 version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I have the PS4 version. It tried to download when I put the PS5 disc in, so it does exist. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn it! Some news from some MCU news uh, mm-hmm. that uh, continuing last week's episode. Charlie Cox, he is the 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 actor who was Daredevil in the Netflix series Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is set to return for, or at least rumored to return in Spider Man Three. Uh, but and, not necessarily as Daredevil. Not nec- but no, but like he'll be in it. So yeah, but like that—that's right. at least the rumor. So yeah. uh, that'd be really cool if he comes back as Daredevil. That would be cool. Um, everyone else is coming back though, so who knows? Yes. And that's one of those things where like it's probably just a multiverse cameo if that's the case, which will be really lame because I want him to stay forever. Yeah, I mean, he did amazing job as uh, Daredevil, and I so desperately do not want Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire to stay forever. So, that's fair. They need to go back to where they came from <laughs> at the end of this movie. Uh, they can leave Emma Stone, but they have to take Kirsten Dunst. Uh, Emma Stone is, you know what? I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay. Well, she's dead, but she's in the movie. Wait, what? Yeah, I have not been paying attention at all. Yeah, then. they confirmed all those actors are in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's weird. Yes. Uh also weird, Christian Bale will be the the villain in the next Thor movie. Sure. Uh so he's a good actor. Uh Vin Diesel's apparently Groot in that film. That makes sense. It does. Because it was like at the end of the the Marvel the last Marvel movie or last Avengers movie the joke was the Asgardians of the galaxy yes which was not really a joke because there's a comic book series called that sure uh but it is not necessarily those people I but I assume it's going to be those people uh yes except for the one who can't be there right because they did (laughs) yeah Although he does have a TV show that's set to come out later this year, or later in 2021. Gamora? Oh, you're talking Gamora. Gamora's alive. Oh, right. I, I thought you were talking about Loki. No, Gamora is alive now. I forgot about that. It's okay. I, I thought you were making a Loki it's the reference. other character that's dead. Yes. I see. I forgot all about these movies. <laughs> You need to watch all 65. Yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) I am more than all right, I think. Uh, Uh, I'll let you take this next one because I assume you're very excited about it. Yeah, Netflix announced a 3D Sonic the Hedgehog show. It's coming out in 2022. Hopefully it's as funny as Sonic Boom, and that's not being sarcastic. I think the Sonic Boom show is very funny. I remember you uh, showing me that one episode where he was learning to talk to, to girls to or at least yeah. like ask one out. Yeah. And uh, yes, he, he just kept, kept getting advice. Fucking advice from Knuckles uh, specifically <laughs> was excellent. That episode rules. Sonic Boom is actually funny. Uh, the show, not the game. The game is bad and not funny. Uh, it might be kind of funny. It's probably hilarious. You're right. <laughs> um, we use Finest. That was not ported to anything. Ooh, rough. Uh, wait, wasn't it on the, the 3DS? That was a completely separate game, though. 
Oh, okay. So they made two different Sonic Boom games? They sure did. Oh, I'm glad they did that. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, the show was funny, and uh, I don't know if it's still going on now, but it was going on for a very long time. It was good. So I hope that this is a similar vein to that, where it's like not too serious and doesn't really give too much of a shit about Sonic lore, and it's just the characters interacting in funny situations or whatever. Um, but yeah, they've given really no information whatsoever. So that's all I got, is that it does exist. Jesus. Okay. Uh, I went for two seasons, which is like, oh, that's not great. But then it was 104 episodes. Yeah, I was going to say it was like they were not very long episodes. I think it's like a lot of newer cartoons where they're 15 minutes. Oh, but still, I mean, that's still uh, probably 50 episode seasons. I mean, that's what Steven Universe's first season was. Yeah, they're, they're 52 each, uh, each season. Is yeah. Episodes. God, that yeah. just seems like so much. But it, it makes sense because like kids, they have the attention span of about for about 15 minutes. So. Yeah, and also because they're 15 minutes, that's like a normal season run of any other show for right. 52 episodes. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I that hopefully it's funny. I don't know. I'll probably never watch it, but it's, you know, that's cool because yeah. kids really love Sonic for some reason. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's I don't like inexplicable. I don't get really why anybody likes Sonic. No, I do. I Sonic Adventure 2 is great. Yeah, but that was like 30 years ago. You got to let uh, it go. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not true. Me and Nuki and Kelvin 100%ed it very recently within the past five years. So, uh, I, I'm saying the game. Sonic hasn't been good in like 30 years. Okay. So, like. Well, that game came out in 2000. So, that's not true. I oh, actually, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, years. And Sonic Generations that came out in 2008 was also good. Was it good? Sonic, Sonic Colors. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, Sonic Colors, Sonic Mania. You know. Sonic Mania, I will say that was See? well received. So, but yeah. A lot more bad than good. Oh, definitely. <laughs> a lot more definitely, bad. Definitely, definitely. Um, uh, Manny, are you devastated that Windjammers is not coming out in 2020? Yeah, I was expecting it to come out in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, what? I have really bad news for you because it got it's delayed. Not, yeah, it got delayed till 2021. So the reason <laughs> for this, which apparently it actually was supposed to come out in the next two weeks. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, and the reason it was delayed is because the net code is not up to their standards. That makes sense. I mean, like right now, like net code is make or break on like every multiplayer game that's coming out at this point. Yeah, so I mean, it's smart on their part to be like, hey, this is basically ready, but the multiplayer online function is not great. So we got to we gotta continue to work on it. So yeah, good on them for that, I think. If you release a game and the online is not good, you've basically killed your window, and I don't think you're really going to get another chance. And it's, it's one of those things, too, where like people would probably just say, well, just release it now and patch that in later. But then, like, then you run the risk of people getting it, seeing the online's terrible, and then not coming back to it ever again. Well, exactly. Or like telling people the online sucks, so don't buy it or whatever. So it's just it's not worth it to do that, I think. Yeah, just, just hold, hold off and just get that done done the yeah. right way so that that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah and the last bit of exciting news um it seems like telltale might be changing the way they develop games i know it's like the revitalized revival it's not the old telltale but it seems like they're making the wolf among us and it's just going to be made all at once and then they'll just re- release it episodically maybe like once a week or something like that so yeah and so i think that is cool and i also did not realize that they had been putting out the telltale games that were pulled also 
Yes. I, th- uh, I assume- so like I can't believe they re-put out Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people. Mm. <laughs> uh which I owned before when it came out. But like that's cool. I, I mean it's just cool that they can re-put that stuff out. They said there are some things they can't because right. the IP went back to the license holder. Like I don't think Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, Game uh, of Thrones. I assume the the Guardians of the Galaxy one probably as well. Probably, yeah. Uh, the Batman ones seem to uh be there still though because they put out a collection this is like yes. a weird named collection or something uh so like a lot of the good ones like the wallet and grom wallace and gromit stuff that, that all uh still exists so it's a lot of the more like kind of lame in my opinion licensed properties that didn't make the cut and it was their worst ones anyways i think yeah and i i, I kind of assumed they were doing this to just kind of recoup some money for, yeah, I would. I would guess for so. like the the development of the Wolf Among Us too. So yeah, yeah. Um, but that's basically all the news that happened because <laughs> yeah. like everyone just kind of waited for the Game Awards. So mm-hmm. like, it's one of those cases where either you announce something at the Game Awards, or you just get out of the way of this week completely. And we're also at the end of the year where we're gonna just be scraping the bottom of the barrel at the at this point until January. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's basically it for news, unless you've got anything else. No, I have nothing else that wasn't related to the Game Awards. So. Uh, all right. Uh, now, I want to ask you, do you want to talk about Cyberpunk 2077 or should we just move along? Uh, I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. I didn't play okay. it, really. I made my character because uh, the 47 gig patch finished five minutes before the podcast. Okay. Uh, it looks bad. In my opinion, like the graphically, I think it looks not good. Um, And that's bizarre because I saw a comparison screenshot this morning for the to the PC version. And boy, does it look a lot better on PC? (laughs) Holy shit, which makes sense. But like not even just like graphic detail, like just like the fidelity of everything, like it just looks so much more detailed. The everything looks better in the PC version, which like, sure. This is not the official PS five patch. They just did some minor tweaks and stuff to this in the series X to make it work better. But like, fuck dude, I, man, I do not think I'm going to have a great time with this game. And like, that is so dumb in my opinion, because it like, it it's one of those things where looking at all the coverage this week it should have just gotten canceled canceled or like delayed i think it should have been canceled jesus because it is one of those things where when you look at it i mean i i can't say this with certainty this is just from viewing other people and i'll make my own decision this coming week but like it's one of those things where it feels like they made so many systems in an attempt to try to make something that was fun. And it took them so long to find it that this game just has so many systems that are completely meaningless. Is it kind of like Watch Dogs where like there's a lot going on, but none of it really works together? Yes. So it does. It does seem like that. And the thing that I think seems the most egregious is like it is 
pretending to be an RPG, like it has armor and you have like crazy skill trees that do all this shit. And no matter what you spec into, it is still just an action game. Like no matter what you do, even if you spec away from shooting, shooting will no matter what be the best option always. And like the RPG elements barely affect that. That's a, that's a huge bummer for people. It is. And it seems like also that they didn't learn the lesson from Deus Ex. And it seems like you can stealth around all you want, but then you'll have to fight a boss and it's just like not stealth at all. Mm. I, so yes. we'll see. But it's one of those things where it's like at this point, like they had to put it out, right? Because it had been gone on for so long and like. It's just one of those things where people say, oh, it should have been delayed more. And like that would have fixed the bugs, but it will not make the game a different game. Yeah. And I have to imagine, like, I know the Polish government, like, funded quite a bit of this game. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that there was a lot of pressure from that as well. I would guess that's true as well. Um, but it's just one of those things where, like, I get that people think it should have been delayed. It probably should mm-hmm. have again because of how fucking buggy and messed up it is. Like, it seems like the day one patch made a lot of the bugs worse. Oh, no. So, like, because people were saying, like, they weren't having crashes and things before they installed that patch. Mm. The second patch, the first one was fine. And for me, they were both in one, so I couldn't choose to like not, right. unless I just didn't patch it at all, because uh, that's just the way PlayStation does patches now. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, it's one of those things too, where like just listening to the way people talk about, well, that I respect, I guess, that I like understand and believe in their opinions as game journalists. Like they all think that the writing sucks. And it's one of those things where I feel like they're kind of getting a free pass from people in a lot of aspects. Like, oh, well, it's like it's pretty transphobic and like there's a lot of like really childish writing and stuff and it's pretty buggy or whatever. But like it's fine because it's CD Projekt Red and like they're a really cool company. And a lot of people are defending them like there's some fucking indie developer that has never put out a game before. Right. This game, its pre-orders were over 8 million. Literally yesterday, they recouped the entire development cost of this game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, it's not, they're not a tiny developer anymore. Like, I don't know that they should, like, get a free pass because, like, The Witcher 3 was cool. Well, As like- someone who The Witcher 3 is one of my favorite games of all time, like, th- there is a different reason for that, too. And it's just because it's, like, a... D- I don't know. It's like a different type of setting, but that's not to say like cyberpunk has so much reference material. It's not like they made this world up whole cloth. Like they have books and books and books to go off of. It's just bizarre. Well, in the Witcher three, let's not pretend like that was like a masterpiece at the beginning that had no. to go through quite a few updates to fix stuff. I mean, like I think they had to do like two or three updates just to fix the the movement in that game, which I never had a problem with that. And I never changed it to the new movement. People just didn't like the momentum. Right. Which like humans have momentum when they move, but that's just my opinion. Uh, sure, but like, I mean, like I, I to me the the movement felt a lot like um, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, whatever. which I get. Yeah, I mean which, that's what GTA feels like too. Yeah, like I and I just don't like that. Mm. I like the more fluid, where like it doesn't feel like I'm controlling a human being type of thing. Yeah, but that's just personal preference. 
And like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, the Witcher 3's combat was amazing. Like, it's mm-hmm. serviceable. It's fine. And I, like, I enjoyed the, that combat in that game because I found out how to break it. Right. And like, sure, I could have played on a higher difficulty and gone way into like preparing for hunts and stuff. But like, that's just not the way I wanted to play that game. I wanted to see the story. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it remains to be seen. Maybe I'll fucking get to the end of this game and be like, oh, it's mind blowing or whatever. But like, it just seems like that's not going to happen. And I I don't know, man. It just it it's weird because. This and it's not even like I wasn't even expecting this game to be like world changing like everybody else. I just expected it to be a good open world game. And it seems mm-hmm. like I'm not even going to get that. Now I'm kind of curious. Remember I made the joke on steam that it had the tag masterpiece. Yeah. I wonder if it's still there. Oh, definitely. Okay. People are like, for some reason, CD project red fanboys are like more rabid than they should be. Mm. And they are like attacking every review. That's not like a 10 out of 10. Okay. So I would assume it still has the masterpiece tag. Yeah. I, I, I did see someone complaining apparently back in like March or maybe May. Uh, CD Projekt Red was talking about how like there's going to be like well over a thousand NPCs and they're all going to be unique and they're all going to have like it, it was it was just going to be this very in-depth world and oh I mean it's not NPCs, that at all and it's not even remotely close to that yeah they're like the most advanced NPCs outside of like a handcrafted RPG world where every character is supposed to be unique uh, is to me is Red Dead Redemption 2 because those NPCs, even though they are kind of generic, you can ask them so many things and interact with them in so many ways. This is not that. Um, like, you just walk up to them and they just, like, say shit. What What about watchdogs? I mean, like, all those uh, NPCs. That's true. They are so all, much. they're all recruitable, though. Yes. Are, so none of them are NPCs. They're all PCs. Yeah, I stand by what I said. Yeah, no, I'm not saying. <laughs> no, I, no, I know. I read Red Dead though. Like, actually, was yes. the first time where I was like, "Oh, this is like what the next generation of like NPCs should be," because it makes them have like slightly more meaning than nothing. Uh, see, like that's a tough one to say that because like Rockstar has the money to do that, where most do not have the money to to do that. No, and that say. that's true. Like, I get that. It's just that's a thing where like yes you can feel the money flowing off red dead in all directions but they were going for a thing for sure in that game and like whether or not it worked for me and some other people like that you know that didn't always but cyberpunk feels like they just like tried to appeal to the lowest common denominator instead of actually trying to do something cool yeah they where if they did something cool and they just kind of like had the the focus of witcher Mm. where it's not a combat focused game and it is all about the rpg i think people would be much more receptive uh yeah and like it's still gonna be one of those things where like i think the average human being that isn't us is gonna be like oh this game's fucking awesome and like it's so cool and extreme and i love it which i mean like i have been all along, people, anybody listening to this knows I just haven't been excited about this game anyway. So yeah, um, 
So I'm, I'm, I wasn't the target audience when this game was first releasing. I'm kind of glad I said I'll get it eventually because it seems like this is going to be a game where it will be a much better experience um, in the future. Oh, maybe. yeah. And it's just it's one of those things where like I yeah, obviously I didn't have a lot of faith they were going to be able to transition from a third person action game to a first person shooter very well. Right, right. And it, I mean, like, apparently the shooting is okay. It's fine. It's serviceable. But, like, I don't know, man. You should still be able to write a good story. And it's one of those things where I love cyberpunk worlds, but this just doesn't seem like the kind of thing I was looking for. I guess I just want someone to make an open world Blade Runner game. So, Manny, looking at this, the Steam reviews, it's getting seven out of 10. Oh, nice. So it is not doing amazingly well on Steam. And like 7 out of 10 is fine, but that's not what this game should be, in my opinion. Like if you're going to fucking hype this shit up and like the hype cycle for this game is wild. And like, yeah, I would. I've been saying all along, this is going to be one of the biggest disappointments of the year for people because they're expecting it to be the greatest game that's ever made. And I, I, I knew it wasn't going to hit that mark, but this ends up being, this is a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. Oh, definitely. I thought like, that, that's why I be, think it's crazy. I thought people were going to be disappointed about like a nine out of 10, which I know like that's what the Metacritic is, but this seems like a uh, very, like a nine out of 10, but it is definitely all over the place. Nine out of 10. Um, yeah. And like, like I said, all the outlets that I actually actively read all don't like it. So, so like, I, you know, where like the last of us, like there was a few people who didn't like it, but that was like universal. Yes. Yeah, so it was like universally praised for sure. And it, so. and we'll talk about that later, but it won like five awards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> last night. So, um, anybody was like thinking like, damn it. I wish with cyberpunk came out earlier. So it could have taken some yeah, awards it away from not going to fucking win it, Jack. Shit, no, dude. it would not have taken anything away from the last of us. So no. So yeah, that's what I got. I mean, I'll talk about it for real next week because I'll yeah, have yeah. played it for like at least 15 hours. But like, you know, I don't know. Like, I kind of just want to keep playing the games I've been playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I get <laughs> Which that. is a bummer because mm-hmm. like I really wanted to like this game. Like I want to get immersed in this world. But it's also one of those things where when a game is as buggy as this is, it's so hard for me to focus on like, oh, this is such a cool world when like the fucking NPCs are phasing through walls and shit. But like not just sometimes, like constantly. So I don't know. I here's my thought yeah i don't think it's gonna make your top 10 at this point probably not we'll see uh i think you just play the games that you're really gonna like to get those into the top 10 (laughs) and then come back to this maybe it'll have some fixes along the way yeah maybe but i know you're not gonna do that i gotta know right now. yeah i know Um, speaking of just annoying things, I don't have a lot to say about this, but I need to talk about Worms Reloaded first. Worms Reloaded. Um, now Manny, when you start up a game and it asks you, do you want to enable crossplay? Yeah, always. Uh, you would say yes. And with that, you would expect that you would be able to play with your friends. You're on a PS4, your friends on a PS5. You should be able to play with them, right? Yeah, crossplay. Yeah, that's crossplay, right? That's what no. crossplay is, man. <laughs> no, no, we couldn't. 
Justin and I could be together because we're both on PS4s, but Nukio could not join because he's on PS5. And I okay, so that- I I have a question. Yes. About this, what the fuck does that mean? Then can you only play with PC players, or could you also play with Xbox One players, but not Series X players? I have no idea. I have no idea. Unless like you can't like party up with people. But like you can like it'll just like throw like a bunch of random people together, but you can only party but, up like, with people on your make own sense platform. Because you can fucking have a party with PS5 users and PS4 users. We were in the same party. Okay. Look, I'm just logic here. I'm trying to logic the situation out. Like at that point, what is crossplay? Maybe it can only play with PC. I don't know. I didn't really because I know it's on Xbox. I have no idea. I, when it asks about crossplay and you enable yes, and then like it does not allow you to 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 party up with people on the PS5 when you're okay. on the PS4. It is only PS4 to PC. What? Yes. That is asinine. So, well, at least that's what this article says. So that this doesn't even say anything about PS5 to PC. It's that. not on Xbox. It only came out on PS4, PS5, and PC. Okay, it's not on. I, 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 I played one game match of this, and I was like, "Oh, this is what this game is." I am not looking forward to playing this with Nukio and Justin. And then we couldn't party up, and I was like, "You know what? This was a blessing in disguise." So what I think is weird is it's like not even really a Worms game. No, like it's, it, it's not like the classic turn-based worm style. It's more like actiony, right? Yes, it was just the 2D deathmatch where you're just kind of running around the world killing people okay. with guns and grenades. But it was 2D and you just kept respawning. It just I I'm just not into those kind of games. And this Yeah, I mean that I'm not into regular worms, so sure. So that's all I wanted to complain about was if you ask to enable it, I, I don't know. We, I guess we just assumed that uh, we would be able to party up together. Uh, and that well, did not. If Nuki, well, if Nuki is not near his PC, otherwise you guys could have. Uh, yeah. But he would have had to pay $15. Yeah, that would have been uh, not worth it. <laughs> uh, so that that's all I really have to say about Worms Reloaded. I didn't play. I As I said, I played one match and then just. I got lucky that we couldn't play it anymore. So, mm, yeah. um, do you want to talk about Thirteen Sentinels, or do you want me to talk about Call of the Sea? Uh, you can talk about Call of the Sea first because I'm curious because I'm going to play this too. Okay, I I, I want to preface this by saying I've only played an hour, just because okay, I well, it's only playing. like five hours. It is only like five hours, so like it, uh, so like I haven't seen, I've only seen about twenty percent of the game, but like, uh, it definitely. It instantly gives me like Firewatch or just like any like first person puzzle game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, vibes where like there is definitely an interesting story where you're playing as this woman and it's set in like the 1930s. Yes. And it is very like Lovecraftian. Yes. Horror inspired. Uh, so like, and there's just something about like 1930s that really uh, like intrigues me. And I wonder if it's because of the mummy movies. Interesting. <laughs> Cause those movies are that like that, that right sure, around that time. Sure. sure and I sure. love those movies more than okay. like most people. Yeah. I watch those movies at least once a year. I'm just, Hey, I mean, that's cool. People I, have things they love and yes. You get, you know. And I, I have weird things that I love and that's, hey, that's fine. Yeah. I love the, the first two, the third one. 
we don't talk about the third one. Oh shit. Um, but anyway, this movie, like, you're just kind of like you you go to like a stranded island somewhere in the Pacific, and you're just kind of uncovering the mysteries of the island uh, while also solving puzzles. Okay. And so far, the puzzles have been challenging, but not too challenging to the point where I'm getting frustrated. I'm usually just kind of looking at it for, you know, maybe a minute or two, figuring out and then just solving it so far. Uh, it's I do like the art style. It's a very, you know, interesting art style where it, it, it does look fairly realistic, but it also has like that indie realistic look where like they mm. it, it's not like Last of Us where everything is just like look at all these pixels. I mean, they do have to try to like make it look very pretty while also, you know, being budget conscious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I still like the way it looks and I am enjoying it so far. And I, I think it, you, I know you like the, the fire watch, so I think you'll, yes. you'll enjoy this as well. So, okay. Uh, this Sweet. is definitely a game. I think uh, you will enjoy. So. Nice. Uh, and that's all I have to say so far. All, other than that, just, you know, as a PSA, it is on Game Pass, PC, and, you know, Xbox. So if, if you know, if you want to just play a short little adventure puzzle game, uh, definitely worth checking out. So, mm-hmm. And now I will ta- let you talk about the best, one of the best stories ever written. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, so I've been playing 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. I thought it was Aegis Rim, but they said mm-hmm. Aegis in the game uh holy shit dude i am so upset that i did not buy this game when it came out i should have done that like i thought i should um so for those who don't know this is a game made by vanillaware they make all all their games are completely hand-drawn like beautiful beautiful 2d art Oh, cool. um, so like the games before this were the one most people probably know is odin sphere uh, and Odin Sphere is a game about Norse mythology, uh, the the reboot, the remaster, because it was originally a PS2 game. The PS4 one is called Odin Sphere Life Thrasir. So, you know, it's very Nordic and shit. Uh, and it that that one is like a 2D action game. Um, and I really liked that. But they also made a uh, Grim Grimoire was like a weird 2D RTS game about a magic school. Uh I mean, a beat-em-up game called Dragon's Crown. That was probably the one I liked the least um, because they, like, really, really over-sexualized a lot of the characters in a way that was like, ooh, yikes. It's, it seems like it's been it's been six years since they've done a game, so they spent a lot it of time has. on it. So 13 Sentinels had a very, very rough development time. Hmm. Um and I I get why. Um, so 13 Sentinels is not necessarily like any of their other games, because usually they always try to do a different thing. But it is about a group of teenagers who can pilot mechs. And there is an impending alien invasion. Well, they, I don't they might not be aliens. That's unimportant. They're giant robot things that are presumed to be aliens uh, that are coming to destroy the world, uh, specifically where they live in Japan, uh, in this area of Tokyo. Um, and that sounds like a simple enough thing, but holy shit, dude! <laughs> because it, so the main part of the game where it is all their cool, really great 2D art is basically just a visual novel. Like you can walk around and like side scroll, but there's not really any puzzle solving. Like sometimes you can push a button to like view topics that the person has like in their head and you can listen to their thoughts on the topic or you open it up near a character to ask them about that topic. 
Um, but it's not like you don't really have to figure it out. If you could talk to a person about the topic, it draws a, draws a line to the person. So you know that you can ask them about it. Right. Uh, so it's never like hard to figure out or whatever. Um, and so that's all really interesting. And you can play as the 13 characters and it's told non-linearly and also involves time travel. So part of this is bizarre because that already makes it hard to follow, but you can play the game in any order you want. So like, say for example, you start and you have like five characters unlocked and you can play their prologues. And then once you do that, it takes you to the battle system, Um, which the battle system, boy, it is like a tower defense RTS where you are piloting you, there are 13 characters, obviously 13 Sentinels. Right. Um, and you pick six of them to go into battle. Some of them, there's kind of split between, um, people with guns and people with giant fists who punch and they can get special abilities and things, but basically you move them around the field and fight these Kaiju. Sometimes they're aerial and they need specific things, or sometimes they're on the ground and have shields, and you need specific specific things and that only gets more complex as it goes but you beat the tutorial and then it's like okay you can't do any more of the battle until you like do this specific scenario so you can go back to the story side and like do that specific scenario or just do whatever you want and so like you'll play as a character and then at a certain point you'll get locked out of it and it'll be like oh, you have to get this percentage with all characters or this percentage completion with this many characters to continue playing as this character. So it's like you can do it in any order you want, but eventually it like locks you out and says like, hey, you got to learn more of the story. Otherwise, like you won't understand what the fuck's going on in the next part of this, basically. Um, And you might never understand what the fuck's going on because every time I feel like I have a firm grasp on what is going on, they throw wild ass curveballs at you that are just like, what the fuck? And it, normally what I hate in like anime based stories like this is usually when they have a plot twist, it's just like, come on, you are reaching so far up your ass here. There's no way this makes sense. But so far, at least I'm, I don't have a lot of hope for the ending. God, I hope it ends well. Uh, so far, they have all been like, okay, the world you set up here, I believe this, and this right. is crazy. Um, it could all fall apart at the end. Usually, anime endings really shit the bed for me, so boy, crossing my fingers here. Um, but yeah, I really do like it so far, and it's weird because <laughs> it takes place in... So the, their time travel isn't like they can't time travel anywhere. They can only time travel to specific points in time. So it's like 1940, 1985, 2100, and then some other point farther in the future where time is over. Okay. Uh, it's basically like the aliens have destroyed the world um, and everything is just a flame or whatever. I, I can't really go more in depth with the plot because it's one of those things where like, because people don't experience it at the same pace, you might like spoil some huge story reveal for someone. Oh, that makes sense. And it's just, I have been so along for the ride. I have not been this like gripped by a video game story in a very long time. And it's just one of those things where like, I think about it when I'm not playing it. 
And I'm like, man, I wonder, like, I try to theory craft in my head, like, I wonder if this is what's happening. And I have a feeling, I think I know what's going on now, but I can't say. So I'm pretty excited. Do you remember what your favorite story was last year? No, probably some trash ass garbage. I assume judgment was probably pretty high. I think it was, I think it was judgment, which judgment's pretty good. Yeah, but I, I mean, I assume this is like considerably better than judgment. In my, in my opinion, yes. And to be fair, it does have a lot of anime tropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you think anime tropes are annoying, this is not for you. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely not a game for you specifically, but I know yes, that like yes. I know anime tropes in games even upset people who like anime because it's one right. of those things where it's like, oh, this again. Uh, but I think they do good stuff with those tropes like it's not always just like super generic but just to forewarn people who that might be a turnoff for it definitely Mm -hmm. definitely has a lot of those so yeah um vanilla where we'll probably never be able to make another game really i yeah yeah, i assume they uh this sold so poorly um in both japan and here because it took so long to come out Mm-hmm. and then when they were like oh it's basically just like a visual novel like a tower defense thing a lot of people were like eh, i'm gonna pass and that sucks because i think it's really good uh but also what i love is like very prominent japanese developers have put out statements saying like please buy this game uh so like yoko taro the developer of near automata he specifically said uh something along the lines of I don't normally do this, uh, but Vanillaware is a national treasure and we have to save them. Even one copy can make a difference. And if you think this game is interesting, you should buy it. Hmm. Um, And he basically said, like, I don't care if Atlas goes out of business. It will be devastating if Vanillaware goes out of business. Wow. Um, And Sakurai Smash Legend also said that this is one of his favorite games of all time and he wants people to buy it very badly. Oh, wow. So it is one of those things where like Japanese developers hold Vanillaware in very high regard. Um, and Sakurai actually said, if you are, it is your dream and you want to ever write a video game scenario, you should not be allowed to do that if you don't play this game. <laughs> That's bold. So, uh, yeah. So <laughs> the people, people really like it is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely for a very specific kind of person, but like, I think it kind of sucks because Vanillaware games are usually pretty cool and they always try to do something different and they probably will not get to do that again or at least not anywhere near this scale. And that's a bummer. It is. And like, sure, they probably kind of fucked themselves over by trying to make a coherent plot that you could play in any order with 13 characters. There's a lot of dialogue in this game. (laughs) I'm sure. And then I'm sure to make it work the way it works probably took an amazing amount of effort. So good on them. I Mm -hmm. like this game. I can't wait to finish it and then probably disappointed by the ending, but that's fine. Hopefully not though. Hopefully not. Yeah, But we'll see. I, I I love it so far. That's great. Um, I will say just quickly, uh, I'm playing a, still playing assassin's creed and i don't want to spoil what happens because i know like one of our listeners justin he Mm -hmm. is before me but there's something that happens in the game and i was like okay i am very intrigued now so interesting um are you excited that people have been getting game breaking bugs before the final mission and they can no longer complete the game 
Uh, yeah, that sounds very exciting for me. Yeah, that's cool. You get excited. Um, and then Yakuza, I'm in, I think, Chapter 5, maybe Chapter 6. I, I had to do like a very lengthy dungeon crawl to get out oh of... Oh my god, that is the worst part of the game. Okay. That wasn't awful. It's so long. It is very long, but like I just kind of like took it as like a chance to level up. So, it is. Like, so that part specifically is dumb because that area like once you leave and go back they're like oh this is like an optional dungeon and you can like go back in here mm. and so the reason it's that large is because it's an optional dungeon that's supposed to be repeatable oh okay so i don't i don't know why they made it part of the main story well they could have like made it really short and then made it longer the, like the... they could have because i was thinking like this seems like awfully long it's so, so much longer than any other dungeon in the game okay that's good news uh yeah because what I started to do is like I just because like you can hit like L two, mm-hmm. and then just have it auto battle for you. Yes. So then I would just kind of hit that, and then I would just kind of go do something else for like a little bit, and then come back. Like I would go get a drink or go to the bathroom or just kind of mm-hmm. pet Oliver for a bit. So like, uh, I don't know. I, it didn't. It wasn't like upsetting, but it was like okay, this is going. Th- like it took me like, like probably almost an hour to get through it. Mm-hmm. and i was like i i'm enjoying the combat enough but like i'm here for the story so like yeah i was a little disappointed that by that but it's not terrible so yeah. hearing that that's like the worst part of the game uh that that's good news because yes. i am very much still enjoying my time with it so mm-hmm. uh and i assume that's pretty much all have you been pretty much just playing uh 13 sentinels then Oh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Genshin Impact, but we don't have to talk about that. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I guess we'll get into the final part of uh, our episode, which is the Game Awards, uh, which it didn't seem like a lot of games were announced, and then when I wrote it all, all down, I was like, okay, quite a bit happened, actually. That's because they're just so, so many of them were so generic. We'll get to it. We're, okay. I, I I split it up, but like I split it up between yeah, I awards. Saw it. <laughs> and I I don't know if you saw like how I split I up the, the announcements categories, but yeah, it's <laughs> accurate. I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to pick, you know, like to to split them up into things that we were interested in, like both of us. So yeah, um, I did my best. Yeah. But we'll get into the awards. Uh, the best multiplayer is Among Us, Manny. Uh huh. I know you're upset about that. But okay, like- so can I? I have to. I have to get on a soapbox here for a minute because I I thought about this a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially on this podcast, it sounds like I hate Among Us. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I think it is fine. Yes, like that is my bare minimum. Is I think it's fine, but it's one of those things where like I don't really get why it's as popular as it is. Because, like, it's literally just a social engineering game. Like, it is basically like someone played Mafia or One Night Vampire slash Werewolf or Secret Hitler and was like, we could make that into a video game. Yes. And then they did that. And it's like, just that. I think part of it is it's an easy game. You can get 10 of your friends together. And it's mm-hmm. not it's not the most difficult, so you can get friends that aren't really into video games to play it. 
and it just ends up being like an easy game you can like hang out with your friends and just kind of laugh and have a good time and like i get that portion of it but then like it's also been one of those popular games ever on twitch and like i cannot overstate how boring i think it is to watch people play among us i i'm not going to argue with that and it i but i'm guessing like it's just the fact that like people can't hang out in person anymore that's true you can get a large group of people and people who are not into video games and if like you can play it on phones for free not a great phone app we can no, get into that a little bit no, or not. you can play it on pc and it costs like three dollars so like yeah. it's very low investment it can mm-hmm. run on any computer it can run on and like i so i assume that's why it got so popular because it was just an easy way that you could kind of get together with friends yeah but also completely on accident Sure, sure like i'm sure there are like fucking 700 other games just like among us out there because like i said there are so many board games like it yes. and like it just so happened that a popular streamer picked among us to try mm-hmm. and that's why it blew up yes so Where, like i would say that like something like tabletop simulator would be a much better experience to do because you, you could play secret hitler there yes you know? or you could play any of the other thousands of board games <laughs> you could exactly so if whatever it's fine. but like it people MLS like among us it's fine and it was endearing to see the the lady the devs uh, were very excited yes like it, yes. It, it you could tell it meant like a lot to them and like although the game did not come out this year it certainly you, didn't you can think of these awards as like defining the year mm-hmm. and i think in that sense you could say among us does define is a game that definitely defines what happened during this year. Sure. As weird as a cultural phenomenon as it is that this game took off, it did take off in this year. So sure. Yeah, that that's fine. Um, I one thing I do want to mention that I thought was really funny is at one point during these awards, you got up to go to the bathroom. And when you oh came my out God. of the bathroom, I was like, yeah, you missed like four awards. That's, yeah, you said that. I And then I looked at this. <laughs> I did not see Tony Hawk win an award. No, I told that's you. soul crushing. We, I, boy, I love it, that game. It was done in a rapid fire session where he just announced like five uh, uh, five awards. Just boom, And that's boom, what boom, I always boom. think is weird is they're like, oh, we all also have this 30 minute pre-show that no one should give a fuck about but then they like do half the awards during that pre-show yes so but um now that you said it sports racing game that was tony hawk one and two which good good for them good for Uh, them uh the sim strategy game uh microsoft flight simulator This one is funny because like, yeah, it, it, it is sim strategy game. So yes, like, yes. yes, Microsoft fights flight sim. It is a sim game and yep. people really like it. But like when literally the other four games in this category are strategy game, like, you, come on, it's, <laughs> it's a weird because it's just one of those things where it's like, hmm, which do I like more Microsoft flight sim or gears tactics? Like they're yeah, yeah. not even comparable. Like, how do you do How do you fucking determine that? you don't i exactly sure microsoft flight sim okay sure 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 uh the best family game animal crossing sure yeah sure how i feel that, a lot about it that's how i feel about a lot of these um it definitely is another game that defined this year mm-hmm. it uh best fighting game mortal Kombat 11 uh but like i will say i forgot about this they did release that dlc and apparently that was really good y- yes I'll give them. I'll sure. So, sure. give them that. Is it better than the entirety of Grand Blue Fantasy Versus? Maybe. 
<laughs> but like I, you know, that was the only one that was like actually a fighting game that came out this year. So it's just one of those things no, where it's like, don't even say that. You are disrespecting One Punch Man, and I want you to. I am. I will say. I will admit. I'm disrespecting disrespecting the fucking One Punch Man game. <laughs> I will sit here. People can come at me. I tell me that's a fighting game for fuck's sake. Like, fuck off. <sighs> Uh, one punch man oh my god uh the best that's, RPG. An, that's an insult that's like when yeah, yeah, fucking sure. jump all stars was in there who's like oh my god this is a crime wasn't jump force last year yeah jump force was last year and thank god it didn't fucking win well of course it wasn't gonna win who's gonna vote for jump terrible force? holy shit uh the best rpg not surprising final fantasy 7 well deserved there but also to be fair that category was stacked with good rpgs i mean yes it was stacked but then also like nostalgia was going to win out yes also i think it has the best rpg battle system of those games so sure sure uh best action adventure uh the last of us uh part two yes which we can debate whether it's an action adventure game all day uh uh, but it won. Uh, action game was Hades. Yes. Which I remember arguing that I thought Hades was more of an action adventure game than Ori. Uh, maybe. I mean, listen, Hades won a category. That's hey, all I care about. Well, it won two. I know it deserved them, and it, and it, it absolutely like. I'm not arguing Hades shouldn't have won this. Like, yeah. In that, I'm just saying like I don't really think of that because like to me, action is like very little story. Yeah, I mean, it's to be fair, the there should be a roguelike category because 900 roguelike games come out a year. Sure, yeah. So they could have easily filled it with yeah. 100 games. And then another one for Metroidvanias because that's the other very popular. Sure, exactly. One for card battlers or <laughs> games that have cards in there. Like, yes, they could easily make so many more categories because they're just they're, or, there's so many of all these types. Or hear, hear me out, Manny. Yeah don't have genre categories because genre categories suck. I don't know if that's true. Really? You like them? I mean, well, if they could learn what an RPG is, I'd be much more excited about it. Yeah, but, but... then it gets into the debate of what's an action adventure versus an, an action game. And... See, and like that, sure. But I feel there's no debate in what is an RPG or not. Well, th- then you can argue that everything's an RPG. No, everything has RPG elements. Mm-hmm. Because, like, so, is, is Assassin's Creed an RPG? No. Why not? It has RPG elements. Because Assassin's Creed is not an RPG, it is an action-adventure game. Are you sure? I'm sure. Because, like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I don't... Like, I Valhalla's a little weird, but, like, Odyssey, I mean, like, you level up, you get skill you points. You do, and I'm saying these are RPG loot. elements. You this, get loot. So what is the difference there? See, this is why like a the, di- the difference there is like it has it's not even like an action RPG in terms of its combat. Like it is it is an action adventure game. I, I don't know like that. It, and it is like an open world thing that is totally different than what an RPG is. Like people also try to argue that Zelda is an RPG and it no, very no, no. much is. Not. That doesn't have like any RPG. On. Listen, man, people yell all the time. This is okay. We're getting rid of genre awards. Now. Yeah. See, see, you this is <laughs> because I remembered that people think Zelda is an RPG. Yeah, that's where it gets weird. Um, mm-hmm. Where, like, at least if you're leveling up, you're getting skill points, you're getting loot. I feel like that's enough of a, like you can make the argument for RPG. That's all I'm saying. Uh, listen, Monster Hunter's not an RPG. Sure, I'll I'll, I'll agree with you there. <laughs> 
Um, innovation and accessibility. That was The Last of Us Part Two. That yes. was. Uh, was this the one where like <laughs> it was a woman like standing outside the window? Yes. Okay, because there was one of the last one. It was for the Last of Us one, yes. I don't remember. Uh, but it was one of them where the woman was just standing outside the window, and it's like I understand yeah. they're socially distancing they, because they were like neighbors or something. Yeah. Well, I assume like neighbors meaning like they they sit next to each other in the studio. No, I think they were literally neighbors. Like it looked sure? like they were in an apartment complex. Maybe I have. No and idea. she was standing outside in like the courtyard of the apartment complex. Sure, maybe I have no idea. It was weird. It was weird. Uh, the best VR slash AR experience, Half Life Alex. Wow, weird. Uh, which not surprising there. Who could have guessed this? Uh, best community support was Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, best mobile game was Among Us. Okay, we were robbed. <laughs> Mihoyo, Mihoyo was robbed by a game that came out in 2018, mm-hmm. and the mobile version of Among Us sucks shit. I don't care that it's free. So is Genshin Impact. And you know what? Genshin Impact on phones is a fucking technical marvel. There is no way ever that that game should run on phones and be playable. And is it an enjoyable experience? Not as much as it is playing it on a fucking PC or PS4. But you know what? It fucking works. And it's crazy because it's an open world game that's huge. And it deserved this award. It deserved this award. It deserved it. But it's okay. Scott said in two years it'll be up for it again. <laughs> Just like Among Us. So That's when it can win Mobile Game of the Year is in 2022. Is this the, your most upsetting upset award given out? I, I think so because oh, I think wow. this is just it, that is terrible. Among oh, Us's God. app sucks. I have no opinion because I haven't played a mobile game in years. So you played the Among Us? I did. And it sucked I, so I, much I, that you got rid of it. I, I, so, that is true. I forgot about that. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> uh, I would rather give them money than play on that phone app. <laughs> See? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Mobile game of the year. Like, fuck, come on, man. Um, Whatever. Yep. Okay. Who cares? Um, Me. Because uh, yeah, and that's true. Game. Yes, yes. Uh, debut indie game of the year was Phas- Phasmophobia. Congrats to... Uh, <laughs> Congrats. Fucking early access game. (laughs) Uh, The best indie game was Hades, though. Thank God. (laughs) That's all I have to say. (laughs) Thank God. Uh, The best ongoing (laughs) game was No Man's Sky. Dude, this was the best. Sean Murray was getting turned because he didn't think they were going to win this (laughs) award. He thought it was going to be Fortnite. He had not prepared even in the slightest to win this award and was taken by surprise. And I love that Mm -hmm. because, yes, No Man's Sky deserves this. They fucking pulled a Final Fantasy 14. And like now it's a good and completely different game that has almost all the features they originally promised. Like good on good on them man yes and this made it clear that they weren't just letting know who was going to win ahead of time and yes. it was a surprise to even <laughs> the, the award winners so yep because um, he was just like holy shit i think Fortnite meet us every year we were in this uh, category yes <laughs> uh and i although this is not really apt anymore i still think of donkey's video when he said more like no man's buy <laughs> Oh boy! So yes, uh, congrats to No Man's Sky for really turning it around and just becoming an actually good game. So yeah, good that's super tight for them. 
uh, Games for Impact, Tell Me Why. This was really the only mainstream game, so not surprising that it was going to win. Nope. Uh, best voice performance was Laura Bailey. Definitely. Uh, for her performance of Abby. Definitely uh, accept. Uh, yes, uh, she, she did a great job. Uh, she did a fucking good job. I... I, Ashley Johnson did a great job as well, but it's like the difference is that was Ashley Johnson's voice as Ellie, where Laura, Laura Bailey actually did a different voice for Abby. So, like, I do think like she gets the edge there early, yes. and I assume that's why that's the thought process of a lot of people. Another award that I don't fully understand is audio design uh, that went to The Last of Us Part Two. Um, I guess part of it is just like you don't really notice the audio design unless it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just maybe maybe that's me. I don't know if you have a similar. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I usually play games with headphones too, so it's easier for me to hear the audio stuff. But like, right, right. yeah, I I don't know. I I guess I just don't pay attention to it that much. Um, yeah. A score of music, uh, Final Fantasy VII. This also happened when I was in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they this is cheating. Uh, I see, and there was like Ori and Doom both had great soundtracks. Like this, to me, this is cheating. I love the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack, but like mm. Nobuo Uematsu wrote this music in 1997. Like, can we really, can we really say this? What? I don't think so. I would argue that making remixes can be just as difficult getting it I, right. But, but like, even a lot of them aren't really like even remixes; they're just like orchestral versions of the original. <laughs> Sure. so like i i don't know i sure i love that music anyways but like i also really love the doom eternal soundtrack so and yeah, that yeah. was all new music so like whatever um best art direction was ghost of tsushima uh this was another one that i was like oh ori should have won it i still think ori yeah ori should, should definitely have won that uh but or 13 sentinels but it wasn't even nominated I don't think enough people played that one. To... Well, you know what? It's fucking beautiful, just like Ori. So I, yeah, I mean, you said it's all hand drawn, so it is. Yeah, no, I, I do think Ori looks better overall, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, oh God, especially on the Series X. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, holy shit, guys, this is amazing. Uh, best narrative was Last of Us Part Two. Uh, not surprising. No. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, most anticipated game, which I didn't even know this was an option or category because yeah, it, was it wasn't only, on the website. It was only tweeted out. It was only, what the fuck? It's bizarre. Also, um, I want to take this time. Well, actually, it was so it's Elden Ring. It's the most anticipated game. I would yes. like to take this time to say that one of my two bold predictions came true for the Game Awards. They did not show Elden Ring. Oh, nice. I was right. You were Boom. Right. But they didn't show Batman. So fuck. But Jeff did have that weird bat thing in the background of his room. I, I don't. I don't even know if that was Batman. I don't. What the fuck was that? Anyways, I was right about Elden Ring. Everybody is sad about it, but I was right. Uh yes. Which other ones were like what Breath of the Wild two? <laughs> yeah, which they called a Breath of the Wild sequel. Sequel, which is like that. That shows how fucking far out that is. That we don't even know what it's called. Sure. I don't even remember, but it's not surprising that it's Elden Ring. So yeah, no. and then the last two were game direction, which I still this is another category I don't fully understand. But it was Last of Us Part Two that won it, and then Game of the Year was Last of Us Part Two, which means mm-hmm. Last of Us Part Two won one, two, three, four. If you count Laura Bailey, that's technically five. 
Innovation Six, Seven Action Adventure. So they won seven awards. Yep. Congrats to them. Congrats to them. They really cleaned it up this year. Which they definitely did. I think this is the most since I've been watching the game awards that like one game won this many. Yeah, years. I don't remember what it what won won a lot last year, but I think it only won five. Oh, it was your favorite one. It was the RPG that had no combat. That was all story. That's getting ported. To, oh, to Disco Switch. Elysium. Disco yeah. Elysium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which we'll be talking about that later. Um, God, I want to play it so bad. Uh, now we're going to transition into what was announced. Um, and I split this up into f- four different categories. <laughs> uh, just like why, like why, why was this either announced or why was it there? Uh-huh. Um, multiplayer games that I don't care about because there were a lot of them. Um, just okay, sure, that happened, I guess. And then things we're excited about, which I'll we'll do that at the end. So mm-hmm. uh, under why we saw a new pop band called OFK. Um, there were cats. <laughs> just why? Why, Manny? Yeah, it looked like they were a bunch of fucking VTubers. I, I don't know what the hell is happening here. And then at the end, it made slightly more sense when they were like, it's like some virtual experience, quote unquote. I thought they said series. Interactive, interactive experience, interactive series. I don't know. Yeah. It will have some game element. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's fine. Also, Vin Diesel's in Ark. Okay, this was the most baffling <laughs> shit in the entire world, okay? Because anyone who has seen gameplay of Ark is like, oh, it's like a weird third-person, like, kind of MMO action game thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, very clear what it was. This looked like fucking Gears of War, but, like, with tribal people. And Vin Diesel was one of the people and that became apparent immediately. And he's like, fucking, there's a dinosaur and he's like fighting these weird guys. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And then the reveal at the end is that it is arc two. And you're like, so is this now a single player game or is it still like arc? What is it? What is it? And then they were like, also, we have an animated TV show. Yeah, which they like fucking must have the world's largest budget for because it has like 30 huge stars in it. Yeah. What? I let me see if I can let me see if I can get this arc animated series. While cast. he's he's talking about this, I'm just going to throw Just Cause a mobile into the conversation of why um, I just don't understand who who was asking for this. I'm, I highly doubt anyone in our audience was asking for this. I remember you saying this is the most mobile ass mobile game I've ever seen. It looks crazy. Crazy is a word you can use. Like I mean, it just it looks like a, a fake game. <laughs> yes. That's that's how yes. mobile it looks like. It looks like there's something they would show on a TV show if they yes. needed to make a fake game. Yes. Um, uh, all right, let me hit. Let me hit you with these. I'm okay. only going to read the bigger ones. Gerard Butler, sure. Malcolm McDowell, okay, yeah. Okay. Elliot Page, mm-hmm. David Tennant, sure. Alan yeah. Tudyk, mm-hmm. Carl Urban, yep. What Russell Crowe? I was going to say you're definitely missing Russell Crowe. And Vin Diesel. Is Vin Diesel in the TV show? It says that. Here. Oh, so is it a crossover? I believe it is a crossover. Ooh. 
what the actual fuck? How do you get those people for your animated series about Ark? I'm starting to think Ark did a lot better than I realized. Oh, Ark definitely sold really well, but I'm just saying, what? Yeah. Uh, Anyways, that's yeah, that's wild. I and don't know, man. and the last one under why this is more like why was this like okay this they're remaking Ghosts and Goblins. Sure. This seems if like you, something... if, you, if you say that statement, okay. Mm-hmm. I, to me, this seems like something that they're like, you know what we want to try to do? We want to try to resurrect Ghosts and Goblins. So they start making it, and then they show the execs, and the execs go, this is not coming together, can it? Instead, they were like, this is, looks terrible. Let's just release it anyway. Well, so what's fucking wild is it's not even different. No, it's called it's called Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, but it is just the original game. But if you made it ugly as hell. Yeah, they like made the art style worse somehow. It looks so bad. So bad. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. I can't believe someone looked at that and was like, yeah, green light this shit. It looks un. Uh, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least like if they're going to keep work. It, it's disappointing because when you see the Nintendo switch icon. And then you see Capcom. You're like, Oh, here we go. We're going to get Bayonetta or something cool (laughs) or not Bayonetta, but like at least something cool. Um, and then you see this and you're like, Oh no, this is why. So this was in the list of, uh, leaked stuff from the Capcom ransomware thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not expect it to look like shit. No, this, this looked worse than I thought it like, yes, just it was shocking how bad it looked uh so so that's all the whys um now we're going to move into the multiplayer games that uh, i would assume neither of us care about we don't really need to talk about these and like we'll just kind of run through the names if you want to talk about something you can just stop me uh back for blood so i love this one because someone texted me and said is this a left for dead sequel (laughs) because they didn't know that it's turtle rock the same studio that made left for dead right like they just called it back for blood so you really know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you really know it's just left for dead again did you respond with no this is back for blood uh no i responded actually telling them why it looks exactly the same and has a four in it um century age of ashes dude i don't even remember this that's the most video game name uh hood outlaws and legends this one i do remember because this was a house mark game and it was announced last year at the game awards was century the one the dragons dude i don't fucking know probably uh scav- Age of ashes you know scavengers that's another just video game ass name uh, yeah i don't even remember uh dude. warhammer forty thousand uh, dark tide Mm-hmm. Uh, Crimson Desert. That game actually did look cool until uh, we was, saw the game. The, until we saw oh, the, the combat. Boy. Yeah, that was a South Korean made MMO thing, and like the graphics look crazy. And then they showed the combat, and it was like, "What are these frame drops?" <laughs> but uh, hopefully, they're not in the final product. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, uh, Endless Dungeon. Oh, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Warzone gameplay trailer mini it was a gameplay trailer it sure was <laughs> so much gameplay <laughs> that was like assassin's creed valhalla game oh yeah trailer. it was and also it was like supposed to be showing off the map because it was like a trailer for the yep. map and like you mm-hmm. couldn't even see the map in 90 nope. percent of the shots nope 
uh, Fall Guys season three. I'm not shitting on Fall Guys. It's just I'm over Fall Guys. I don't really care about Fall Guys. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's Christmassy themed yes. with ice stuff. Uh, Evil Dead the game. Sure. Uh, yeah, 2020 was the time. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Gears uh, Gates of Oblivion. And then I realized that I put Oddworld in this list, which that's not a multiplayer game, but that is also no, a game that like, I don't care I, about. It's gotta fuck it. I, I was so excited to see the release <laughs> window because I just don't want to see it anymore. Right. I know no shade on people who really like Oddworld. I know people really like Oddworld, but like I'm tired of seeing trailers of Oddworld Soulstorm. Mm-hmm. They've been working on it. Lauren Lanning, God bless them, has been working on it for like 700 years. Just put it out so I mm-hmm. can stop seeing this shit. Thank you. So, yep. Uh, now we'll move into the games that you're just like, okay, sure. Uh, Among Us gets a new map, which I say, you know what? They made so much money, you know, giving people another map. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool because it doesn't really change the game at all. No, it won't. Um, no. Uh, the Callisto Protocol, uh, the successor to Dead Space. This did, see, did seem kind of cool. I. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on this game at least. I know like it's probably too scary for you. I just don't care. Mm. That's my hot take. Uh, but I'll at least keep an eye on it. Uh, Dragon Age 4, we got another teaser trailer that was pretty much pointless. We got I no just, information. My eyes just want to roll back so far into my head. That it's just like, this game just show what it is or don't talk about it yeah like this was just pointless i'm gonna skip this next one so we can have a conversation about it in a bit okay uh microsoft flight simulator is coming to console uh, in 2021 a mm. uh, little i i'm surprised they didn't push harder to get this game on console like around launch uh, i'm guessing that, that they're having issues because i know it had issues like on on pc where you had to like have a really good pc for it to work anyway so i'm guessing they're having series x problems or maybe they're having series s problems i don't know um near replicant uh version 1.22474487139 i only put this in the okay sure and not the exciting because everything they showed you already had seen before so it it was not exciting for you Uh, yeah so i i mean i had i've that game has been pre-ordered for a long time. Yes, I, I, I know it. you're excited about the game, but this trailer probably did very little to nothing for you. Oh, definitely nothing. Yeah. So that's why I put it here and not in the exciting category. Yeah. Uh, you were very excited about uh, the Swedish chef getting into a game. The Swedish chef, but then it's overcooked, which is fine. But yeah. like, what if the Swedish chef had his own game? And then I also put Oddworld again, so we get to talk about that <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then... I will turn it over to you. Listen, talk about listen to they're making a new Mass Effect game. We already knew this. Mm -hmm. All right. They showed a teaser trailer at the end of the game awards for this. I don't know why they did this to me. They've ruined my life uh, because now it's all I'll be able to think about until the game is out. Probably. I love Mass Effect. They put a bullet right in its head when they made Andromeda. I love Mass Effect so much, but I couldn't even get through this fucking game. Okay. God, I did not like that game. Um, And it made me sad because it's just like, you guys had such a cool franchise. You fucked it over. Mm -hmm. But now they were like, Hey, we're resurrecting it. And I thought it was like, okay, we're going to try again. Start fresh. We're not starting fresh, Matt. No starting fresh. Liara is in this trailer and she picks up some N7 armor. Uh, and so you're like, oh boy. 
Uh, they're just, they're going to do it again. They're going to tell me another story of the shepherd. Please don't. But let me tell you what I have learned from this trailer and from the internet. Let me ask you uh, this before we yes. get into it. How many mm-hmm. times do you think you watched this trailer? About three or four. Okay, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's very short. Uh, so there is like, they're, when they're walking in the snow, there is a giant corpse that looks like the remains of a reaper. They have confirmed it is the remains of a reaper. Okay, good. Uh, and that is important because there are silhouettes of three crew members other than Liara, and one of them looks like an Angara, which is the alien race that they introduced in Andromeda that only exists in the Andromeda universe. They confirmed that that is also an Angara. So that means that this takes place in the Andromeda universe, but also who knows because the Reapers didn't come to Andromeda. They only existed in the Milky Way. So either this means that the Reapers then started to invade Andromeda or uh, this takes place 700 years <laughs> After the original Mass Effect and happened shortly after Mass Effect Andromeda, because uh, that would questions? make that would make sense because it took them 700 years to get to Andromeda. Uh, but Liara is an Asari, so she would live for a very long time. So at this point, uh, she's okay. probably an Asari matriarch. Because I was going to ask, uh, Liara, would she would still definitely be alive? Because I thought they lived a couple. She would be. They years. live over a thousand years. Oh, I guess they do live over a thousand years. Uh, so because she's young, relatively. Yeah, she is, like she's only like a hundred years old, I think. In the yeah, 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 or maybe the first. Yeah, so that is possible. So it is. I hope. I hope that it canonizes the ending of Mass Effect 3 where they destroy all technology. And so that means, in theory, that the Mass Effect relays would be blown up and that there would be no, like, super advanced technology. And so I hope that means that Liara made her way to the Andromeda universe and then it's like they're going to start from scratch and, like, there would be real stakes because they're trying to, like, rebuild society do you think liara would be a the protagonist or do you think no i I don't think she would be i think that they will either find some weird antiquated way to bring back shepherd by cloning them like they did in two or it will just be a completely new protagonist i i will say it all depends on what the name ends up being it does i think if they call it uh mass effect four that will be a continuation of the shepherd story as as do i uh where if it has just like a subtitle it'll be a new protagonist that's at least my guess Mm -hmm. and so on twitter the director of this game is out there and in good news many people when they said veteran team they were not kidding okay good um so the original person who made the normandy he is working on this game uh, I believe it was the story director of Mass Effect 3 is working on this game. Um, and there were a bunch of other people listed that I can't recall off the top of my head, but they worked on Mass Effect 1, 2, and or 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were important, pivotal key roles in those games. So I have slightly more faith that they won't totally fuck this up, but I I can't I can't do it. If it if this game is not good, it will break my soul. 
because you can't kill this franchise and then resurrect it only to kill it again. You can't do that to me. <laughs> well, just just don't look so far ahead and just be excited about the trilogy. I am excited to replay the original trilogy, mm-hmm. but oh, it it could be so good. Like they could do it right. Let's they could, they could do it right, and that is so exciting. Mm-hmm. But it is also so scary because <laughs> they could definitely also do it very wrong, as was proven by Andromeda. And then Anthem again. Oh God. Yeah. So, like, I have very little faith in Bioware, but at least yes. when they they said veteran team, they were being somewhat serious. I think that's that's scary because now you're like, okay, maybe. Maybe because like before you had like no hope, but yeah. the fact that you're seeing this veteran team, you're like, oh, maybe there's some hope. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like because they actually worked on a Mass Effect game, that's mm-hmm. gonna be okay. And the closer we get, the more your brain's gonna be like, no, it's gonna work out. It'll it'll be back. Bioware will be back. I don't think Bioware will be back. I just think Mass Effect. Will be back. Well, it, if Mass Effect comes back, people are gonna make all oh, Bioware's back. Fuck that. Um, so disagree. Bioware will have to. Okay, if Dragon Age comes out and is good, and this game comes out and is good, I will then say Bioware is back. Relatively, okay. they gotta show me at least two products. Do you think we'll probably get Dragon Age before Mass Effect, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Unless Dragon Age has a very complicated. Uh... Yeah, unless the development is super rough. <laughs> Which, who knows? Because we still don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. And they only announced Mass Effect like two weeks ago. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we're looking at Mass Effect probably being 2024, 2025. Oh, yeah. I would say 2024, probably. But, you know, who knows if they've actually been working on it for a year or two already. So maybe maybe 2022. But that's usually like a smaller team at first, just kind of working like the small details out of the game. Or at least like getting an outline. Yeah, they probably have so many people working on the reboot of Anthem that you know. That I forgot for that's Effect. happening, and like I, if the if Bioware is also doing the 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 trilogy remake, like Jesus, I they <laughs> might be stretching that team or like Bioware very thin. They may be, uh, so, as it seems to always be the case. Um, good luck to Bioware and all their fans. Mm-hmm. In other news, are you excited about an anime character with a sword getting added to Super Smash Brothers? Maybe. You know what? I am. I am excited that Sephiroth was being added to Smash mm-hmm. because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> because it does. There is no way you can predict who is coming to Smash. It's impossible. At this point, like God is going to be the last character. You know what I'm saying? Like it just. <sighs> I was not ready for Sephiroth to be revealed at this event. And it's hilarious because in the video, he kills Mario. Mm -hmm. Well, not really because then they like zoom in and he just like caught his overalls. But the, (laughs) the picture that is a silhouette of both of them where he is stabbing Mario is my favorite image on the internet because it just looks like he's just gutted him. Right, right through the chest, and like the they've been weirdly brutal with these smash reveals. Like Mario gets killed by Ridley basically in the Ridley reveal, and like Luigi had his soul taken in the Castlevania video. 
the people are dying left and right in the smash reveals and i like that yes uh which i want the first one they like when the first game first was announced i mean they showed like everybody getting killed but kirby kirby yeah everybody got blown away so i mean like um and yeah so like this is fine i mm-hmm. like sephiroth is like the edgiest character you can get without becoming virgil from devil may cry i think and he's uh, he is he's cool like he's a he's a fine design I, the character is good as long as you pretend like it's not the sephiroth from the final fantasy 7 remake yeah because like he uh, was not supposed to be in the game that early right no and like the, his like we can't talk about we can't i just i just know like with the story like he's not supposed to in, be introduced this early so yes they, and like, that, that is why it is like technically called remake i believe is because i think it's a time loop whatever uh anyways this is cool this is a okay this is okay because it's just like it added a villain from a franchise that didn't have a villain before in the game because they only had cloud and i me and nukio both complained about this fucking square enix only let them use three final fantasy songs for cloud Mm -hmm. whereas every other character in franchise is like 700 pieces of music so if this means that i can get at least 10 other final fantasy tracks in that game let them come in look uh and his moveset looks kind of cool mm-hmm. and interesting and like sort of unique. So maybe he's not just another sword character with a counter. I mean, like I'm not holding my breath, <laughs> but that's that's what it looks like. Uh, but but at least he's like no one could have expected this. Like there was oh, yeah. not a single fucking person out there who was like, oh, yeah, they're going to announce Sephiroth tonight at the Game Awards. I heard one. Like, what? I heard one. Who said that? Oh, Juan. Juan. Yeah. From Guacamelee. Guacamelee. Yeah. I wore my Gino shirt, hoping to will it into existence. I still, there's still time for my boy to be added, but I think they already used up all their Square Enix influence to get Sephiroth. Probably, uh, even though they shouldn't need to use anything because it was a Mario game technically that they worked on with SquareSoft. Whatever. I have less faith for Gino, but now I'm just—it's hilarious because like anyone is allowed. Anyone's allowed. Mm-hmm. I still think like it's more likely going to be a Japanese character. Uh, I think that's the case as well. I'm sure people who didn't like Joker's inclusion are very upset about Sephiroth's inclusion. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but I mean, but we I have gotten uh, Minecraft Steve and uh, Banjo. Banjo. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I still think like it's a better guess to go with some Japanese character. Yeah. I'm curious because like they, they had not they only did third party characters other than byleth in the second season um and so they started this third season and final season with min min who is a nintendo character i i'm curious i i think there should be at least one more nintendo character but i don't really know who that would be at this point it's just i think there should be another nintendo character but you know we'll see we'll see uh, hmm. was there anybody new in animal crossing or is it pretty much all the same pretty much the same like isabel and tom nook and stuff i mean like i would take tom nook as a character he should have been in instead of isabel in my opinion in the first place but uh yeah i, I don't know that i would take an animal crossing character i like i'm I, just I, trying to think of like something big that's coming out come out recently with nintendo yeah so like, I, and like i don't know like i there's a lot of franchises like i don't think that zelda or mario or 
uh, obviously not Fire Emblem, not Pokemon. Like there are a lot of things that have so many, so much representation already. And like right. almost every Kirby character that matters is in it, even though that's not that many, like of the ones that are in it already, like a Mario character would be kind of interesting depending on who it is. But like, F zero characters are weird because it's a racing game and like they don't exist outside the cockpit. So like, do you need someone other than Captain Falcon? It's it's, it's weird, but I don't know. Yeah, and like Samus, I or like Metroid, you know, like there's yeah, like they have they have there's Samus, and then they added Ridley. So like, well, and there's zero suit, unrecognizable character, and zero suit. Yeah. Um. So, but I I just can't think of anything that like uh, like Ring Fit Adventure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they do have uh, a dragon or the the Wii Fit trainer. So you could like have the the floating ring con. Because that has a personality. I don't know. It just it's one of those things where it's like I I continue to be excited for smash announcements because they're so buck ass wild. Right. Uh, And I like I will be sad when there are no more smash announcements. You know what one would the art style would work well? What is that? Overwatch. I don't know if Overwatch is as big now. A lot of people, I so when I see people like saying things they want, a lot of people do say like characters like Tracer. Yeah, I just feel like Tracer. Like I feel like she, her art style could fit very well into that universe, mm-hmm. uh, and that would be interesting. Uh, but you know, I don't know if Overwatch is as big now. But I guess Overwatch 2 is coming out. Overwatch 2 is coming out. But it's also one of those things where it's like, I can't say, oh, I don't think that character belongs in Smash anymore. Like, especially after when they added Snake to Brawl. Like, Snake doesn't fit in at all, but now he's there. So whatever. And like now fucking Cloud and Sephiroth just look very human and normal in comparison to a lot of the more colorful art styles. So it's like, yeah, anything. Sure. Minecraft Steve's here. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Right. Anything. Bring them in. Master Chief, Kratos, they're coming to Fortnite. So, like, why not bring them to Smash? That's another one, like, a Fortnite character. I don't know how exciting that would be, but. Yeah, Agent Jonesy is the one who's recruiting all the bounty hunters and their stupid Mm -hmm. lore. So people were thinking he was going to get announced. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean like it, your guess is as good as mine for that. But. Yeah, I, we can't we can't know. It's impossible. But at least the rumors are fake. It will probably not be Rio Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden or Doom Guy, which Doom Guy's kind of a bummer, but you know. Just for the music. Like you don't even need to add the guy, just get some of that music in there. No, I know, but I mean Sephiroth coming in debunks all those rumors, yes, so Yes, it does. You know, anything goes. Um Master Chief, as you mentioned just a minute ago, he is officially coming to Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And then there was like something with like red versus blue. Um, yeah, they uh, uh, so there's the creative mode of Fortnite, and someone recreated the Halo map Blood Gulch, where mm-hmm. a lot of red versus blue takes place. And you can play that starting today, I think. So, so that's cool. I don't yeah. that the fucking. Fortnite's getting wild because their current storyline is they're bringing like fighters from other worlds, Super Smash Brothers style, and they had announced Kratos a while ago, uh, Mando from the Mandalorian. Like I, you have been able to play as Marvel heroes uh, recently. I don't know if you still can in this event, but like so yeah, there's Mando, 
uh, Kratos and they announced Master Chief and then they announced uh, Daryl and Michonne from The Walking Dead as well. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so like they're they're still doing this and it seems like there are still a lot of characters that they have left that they're going to announce over time. So I, I don't know. I think that's a cool thing. Like, you know, bring in a bunch of franchises, give people recognition, mm-hmm. try to do some cross-brand synergy with your thing that's very popular right now. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And although Halo is definitely in a tumultuous position, uh, Master Chief is still one of the most iconic characters. In the so that game got delayed to fall. Mm-hmm. Well, delayed, quote unquote. They didn't give a date. And now it's in fall. What I forgot about is like, do I have to save my monster cans until then? Because they all come with double XP for Halo Infinite multiplayer. <laughs> Am I supposed to save them for a whole year? What about the bags of Doritos? Just take a picture yeah. of it. Just take, oh, that's true. Just take a pic. I just think it's funny because yes. those brand deals were done and like that stuff is out there. The Oops. same thing happened with the Wonder Woman. Yes. <laughs> like a lot of like Cheetos and shit had Wonder Woman ads on them and they're like, oh, it's not coming out anymore. And it's like, well, too fucking late. We already printed billions of bags of chips. But yeah, every monster can I drink has Halo on it. <laughs> and I just think that's funny. See, I don't buy Monster, so I do not. I didn't even know there was. I'm not surprised there's a promotion, but I didn't realize there was. Um, yeah. Uh, and then something that you were like, I'm interested. And then you're like, I'm not very interested. And then you're like, I am fully on board. And that was It Takes Two, which is uh, the follow up of. Uh, Joseph Farris is yeah name? Joseph Farris the studio's Haze Light Haze Light um, the... originally they had made Brothers mm-hmm. uh, and then they made A Way Out which you and I played together and it seems like the new thing that they do is they make a co-op experience uh, where like the the TV's literally split a split screen like co-op multiplayer experience mm-hmm. and this seems really interesting where like uh, it's just two it's like a couple a married couple and they just wake up in this like they're like cloth or something right yeah they're like toys or some shit i don't know and then you gotta like do action scenes and like solve puzzles and through co-op to make them realize that they belong together yeah to know. kind of like work through their marriage problems you have to like you know play through the game so i i mean i doubt it's gonna be any amazing narrative experience but like i had fun with a way out when i look back i know i you know that a game in my mind aged well yeah and i i mean 90 percent of it is because i played with you and we just had a fun time playing yeah we just had a fun time like this will be the same yes i'm I'm in you know i look forward to playing this when it exactly when it drops which i think it's supposed to be 2021 right okay yeah i believe so um and they said it's they're doing the same thing where only one person has to buy it and then like mm-hmm. you can just have someone download it and play play the other ver- play you know play along with you so like you, you and you and a friend you don't both have to buy it only one of you has to buy the game so mm-hmm. which uh, i'm sure ea loves yes uh but they allow it to happen <laughs> i know yeah uh so um that means i will be buying it manny <laughs> and i will be just showing up at your house or something someday and just be like, guess what we're doing tonight? Uh, and I'll be like, okay, <laughs> yes. let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, another game that we were like, oh, this is interesting. It was Open Roads. It just had a very interesting art style. It was weird because like the world was like 3D, but then the 
people were like 2d cartoon drawings yes. it was really weird and i yeah. didn't realize it was from the same developer of gone home yeah they well, they kind of briefly mentioned that before they went into the trailer uh so that that has me even more interested because i don't think they've done anything since gone home uh i th- i th- no, they did tacoma oh yeah they did do tacoma uh but either way, uh, this looked very interesting. And I, I do like adventure games, just like a very short, mm-hmm. like five-hour adventure game I'm always interested in. Yeah, like a curated thing like yes. that. Yeah. Uh, Perfect Dark. We finally f- know what the initiative is working on, and it's Perfect Dark. Um, I Putting this in the excited is weird because I, I know I will play it, but like we don't know what this is. We know it's a first-person shooter, but I want to know what Perfect Dark looks like in 2020 or 2021 or whenever it releases, you know? Yeah, and that's what's weird is like because Perfect Dark was an N64 game made yes. by Rare. Yes. And then Perfect Dark Zero was an Xbox 360 launch game, again made by Rare, but like still kind of felt dated even at the time. Right. Uh, and so now they're doing this. But like, I, so what I'm curious about is because this announcement it doesn't necessarily prove the rumors true right. about what the initiative is doing, which the rumors that have been coming out for the last like month or so are that was yes, that they were making a perfect dark game, but it was like trying to say that they were going to make a 15 to 20 hour campaign every year based on a different Xbox property. And so like that concept is really interesting to me because it means that they might be trying to get into the same kind of like, single player narrative campaign thing that all of Sony's games usually do which when this when this studio was launched it was specifically to counter uh Sony Santa Monica yeah and so but like that's one of the things is like I wonder if that rumor is true because to me to make a really good game like that that's 15 to 20 hours that doesn't take a year which they've been working on this since 2018 they have but i wonder if it's one of those things where it's like they made the engine so that they could rapidly produce things after this game comes out which would mean they have a much bigger it's a much bigger studio yeah it's like a huge studio so who knows i mean like this alone does not prove that rumor but at least part of it was true because perfect dark is what it was and i'm very curious and like the fact that you know it's a it's an Xbox game, so we're not gonna have to pay for this. Just yeah. have Game Pass, and we can download it. So like, and that trailer was so funny to me because to me it was the most predictable thing. I knew at the end they were gonna be like Agent Dark. Yes. How yes. do you feel about this? And I was like, oh, Joanna Dark. What a fucking name. This, this fucking come on. So like, this is one that I'm just like, okay, we officially know what the initiative is working on. That's exciting. But now I now I want to see gameplay. I don't want to see anything more about this game until we see gameplay. Yes, because who cares? Yeah, exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Another one that made us kind of laugh at first was Season. And the only reason why it made us laugh is they were like, we didn't really know what to expect. And then all of a sudden we just see like a woman bent over recording a dragonfly. And we're like, oh, what is this game? Well, because originally they they like introduced it. It is like you're gonna go and like it's, record like disappearing civilizations. Yes, yes. So like I thought that means you're gonna be like in some fucking ruin somewhere. And then mm-hmm. she's like holding a microphone, like she's trying to interview a dragonfly. <laughs> yeah, I just burst out laughing. I was like, well, that's not what I expected. <laughs> but like the game looks cool. Like yeah, I, I mean, the, yeah. the concept sounds interesting to me. And like if you just like go around and like fuck around with nature and like talk to people in like death areas like uh, sure sign me sign me the fuck up yeah it, it seemed and it i think it's just a playstation P- 
PS4 or PS5 game. It might hmm. be just PS5 actually. Interesting. Well, that's that's cool. I'll take. Yeah. Um, and then the next one, Disco Elysium, uh, Final Cut. Yeah, man, I wanted to play this game last year, and I just never gave myself the time to do it. And everybody loved it, and I know I will like this game. Mm. Uh, it, now it's coming to PS4 and PS5, uh, and it is adding content. So, like, it's having the choices have more weight. I believe not all of the dialogue was voiced in the original, uh, but now it will be. Oh, cool. They are adding new quests and things. Uh, and then at the end, they announced that it will come as a free update to everyone who owns it on PC. So that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, I look forward to this. It was like March, right? Yes. March 2021. Yeah. So I do I, remember. I remember a lot of people having very, very positive things to say about this game. Mm-hmm. But one of the negatives was like, because it is so dense and there was so much reading, you had to be in the right mindset to play this. Yeah. And this so was, I feel that way about a lot of things. Right. So. Yeah. This was not like a okay, I had a long day at work. I just want to like <laughs> fuck off and just kind of like do nothing. This was like okay, I need to be in the right mindset. I have to be in the mood to play this game. So. Mm-hmm. Uh the next uh game, I only put this here because you're interested in it and I don't understand why, but I, I'll let you talk look, about dude, it. Dude, I kind of want to play Outriders. Okay. I don't know why this like wasn't an announcement. Square has been showing this like they invited Final Fantasy 14 streamers out to go see it. It was a before, game before informer happened. It was a game informer cover story. Yeah, so like this summer. is not new and there was no new info in this, but like Outriders is basically like edgy destiny. Right. Is how yeah. I would describe it like it's basically like you are it's a weird wannabe MMO where you do first person shooting uh and you collect loot and armor and stuff, but like all of the guns and the character models are like trying so hard to be cool and edgy. Like the gun that they've been advertising on Twitter, Square Enix keeps tweeting about is like, it's this gun that's made of flesh and it's like alive and it says stuff. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this isn't like making me want to play this more. Why do you keep tweeting about this gun? Mm -hmm. But it just, it looks like a, I don't know. Like I, this seems like the kind of game that Nukia would get and then be like, can someone play this with me? And I'd be like, yeah. (laughs) because like i am curious about it but it's one of those things where like i feel like if i bought it i would hate it so like i should just look for reviews first i think but it something about it calls to me and says like hey you should try this but i i think i would not like it really so i don't know what it is about it that makes me want to try it yeah because to me i'm looking at this and it's i'm just getting like seven out of ten vibes yeah and that's probably true so like can't dispute that it looks better than anthem though so i that's such a low bar listen <laughs> that's such a low bar you know what it, that's you like know, saying some... like hey this fighting game looks better than one punch man okay listen <laughs> listen it is a low bar but i'm saying for these types of games i have a very low bar no like, you don't it... you didn't even play the division Yes, but that I didn't like the Division One. The Division Two came out, and everyone was like, "They finally did it. They did it right." Yes, but they didn't do what I wanted. Sure, sure. This is like weird alien shit. I the Division is just like real life military tactical bullshit. I want nothing to do with it. And I guess what I'm saying is I should just fucking play Destiny Two. But you know what? It's too late. 
and I, I, I'll probably have to grind the same amount in Outriders, but I don't know that yet. Do you think your only chance to get into Destiny is if they made a Destiny three? Yes, I do. Okay, I'll give it a shot then. But I don't know if they will ever do that at this point. I don't think they're going to either because of the way they restructured it yes. as free to play and stuff. But um, the next game, like I'm very interested in, is Returnal. It seems very interesting. It is a Sony exclusive. Yes. I which it's by Housemark, which I looking it seems like Housemark is not a Sony studio. They just They are not. They've made games specifically for Sony in the yes. past, but now they have like fucking four games in development or something. So yes. I don't they must have grown a lot. Uh, it says on the the Wikipedia page they have 80 employees, so I'm guessing okay. not. Four games are in Oh my god. I don't know what they're doing. Holy shit. They're on some steroids. Uh, but yeah, um, it seems just like it's a third person shooter, but like I'm getting like kind of like control where it just seems kind of weird and trippy. It does. And it's like it's about a time loop, I believe, yes. on an alien planet. I It does seem interesting and like it's weird because this game has looked different in every trailer. Yes, it has. So originally they made it look like it was like this weird horror game. But then this trailer made it look like a pretty fast paced, like third person shooter, which we actually saw gameplay. So I think that's what it's actually going to be. Yeah. And I just think that's so weird because that's not what the original trailer made it seem like at all. No. And do you remember because you that original trailer was shown at the PlayStation, whatever, during the mm-hmm. summer and they we also saw like a capcom game oh god you remember? I can never i can never forget about it matt because oh, like that was another one that like i'm getting like that capcom game and like returnal mixed up no that capcom game looked like death stranding it was like the most fucking but undecipherable the, trailer on sh- earth but like that was the same with returnal the first time we were like no like a returnal returnal like i knew what it was sure, doing I, I like you could quiz me about that first returnal trailer and i could give you what i think it is about okay i have no <laughs> fucking idea what that capcom game is even a little bit do you even remember the name no okay because yeah, it was like I, the I dude was like floating there and there was that little girl and you're mm-hmm. like, did you ask Kojima for notes on how to make a trailer? Like, what the fuck? Capcom is all over the place. Yeah, sure. Um, so that's another one where I'm like, I, I so I was just getting those two mixed up. At least the names, like, I don't know. Because that's another, like, at Capcom game, I just can't, the name, I was just like, I don't even remember what this name is. So. Yeah, that game, I'm trying to erase from my memory. Well, you'll keep saying it, I'm sure. So I, hopefully not. Hopefully um, they realize their mistake. Uh, some good news. Super Meat Boy Forever is getting released this year and in less than two weeks, man. Dude, this is another one where I feel like Oddworld Soulstorm. Like, I feel like this game has been, like, delayed for years. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, it feels like it was announced six years ago, to be honest with you. I know that's not the case, but, like, I thought this game was out already. And then it was like maybe going to be a Switch and PC exclusive or something. Maybe it still is. Anyways, it comes out two days before Christmas. Thank yeah. God. Are you going to get I, it? No, I don't think so. Oh, really? Because I thought I you really, liked... I really liked the first Super Meat Boy at the time, but I think that time has passed. Okay. You're just not in the mood for like a really difficult platformer. 
Yeah, and like they changed the art style to make it like a little bit more cutesy, and then like mm. when they couldn't license the same music for the console versions of Super Meat Boy, I think it lost a lot for me. And this okay. music kind of sounds like the console version, so I don't know. Okay, I guess this shouldn't have been under excited. I just knew you liked the first Super Meat Boy. Well, and so I'm interested to see because it's like an endless runner, so like you can't stop. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like I, I am curious. I, I am excited to see what reviews are like because right. it's one of those things where Super Meat Boy is one of those games that was like one of the first wave of really popular indie games, like around the same time as Brave and stuff. Like indie game, the movie focuses on super meat boy as one of the games in it i'm wondering i'll be curious because like it is very common for video game outlets to basically take off the last week of the year or the last couple weeks of the year Mm -hmm. if we're even going to see a lot of reviews for this game probably not yeah because like giant bomb basically shuts down for the for like the last two two weeks of the year to be and, fair, they don't review games anymore. Either, no, really. but they still like they they have their podcasts and they like talk about mm-hmm. the games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I know, like, kind of funny. Same thing. They shut down for the last couple weeks of the year, and then they can just relax and just play video games for fun. So, like, I, I'm just I'll be curious to see if like any major outlets even review the game. Uh, but these last three games, I'm just gonna let you take over because these last three games are all you games. So. Uh, yeah, so Monster Hunter Rise, mm-hmm. I, I, so I said recently, I think there are no games on the horizon that I am excited for, uh, really, right, that's not true, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, March 26, baby, uh, because this is a game where I know I will like it, 100%, I will like this game, uh, cause it's just Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. but closer to what the old style was, and it's only on Switch, um, so they, there's already been a lot of footage of this and I've watched almost all the footage they've put out. Uh, so excited. Um, they actually, with the Capcom leak, they, all of the returning monsters for this game leaked. So, uh, that's out there. Spoilers. If you are worried about that kind of thing, it's out there. So don't look for it. Okay. Um, but the, the new monsters are the things I'm curious about. Cause like, I already know what the returning monsters do. Uh, so they showed a new monster in this trailer that is like a weird snake thing. And then there was like an ape fused with something else. They both look pretty cool. Uh, usually what they do is they release trailers like this at like major trade shows or whatever. And then a week or so later, Capcom has a stream where they go in depth about the things that were shown in the trailer. So that'll probably happen soon ish. Um, and they announced that there will be a demo coming in January. It's a limited time demo. I never really like playing Monster Hunter demos because it's one of those things where it's just like you just get a bunch of preset gear and stuff mm. and you just fight one or two of the monsters to see what it's like. But like, I know what it's like. Right. This one I probably will play because of the movement and how fucking wild it is. Like you're just like Naruto running up walls and can like fucking zip line all over the place like a crazy person. Um, so I'm curious to see how that works. And they have reworked a little bit of how traversing the map works. It's somewhere in between the like solid flow of world and the moving from area to area of the old ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how that works. Uh, and yeah, it just it looks fun. And it seems like they may have been setting up a thing where like a bunch of monsters attack you at once. So maybe you can actually fight more than two monsters at a time now. But I don't know if that's the case. Well, didn't um, that Monster Hunter World have it where like 
multiple could come in and fight each other and stuff they or? could only that was only two monsters would fight though oh really it was only two yeah so okay. like there would be other monsters on the map but only two could be in the same area at a time hmm. of the map and then they would sometimes have turf wars which they brought some stuff from world over to this um so like some of the quality of life changes but not all of them uh but enough to be like this is cool i the thing i worry about with this is like i I'm worried that a lot of people who really liked world will be like, Oh, monster hunter and buy this and then be like, Oh no, this is still kind of weird and obtuse. Uh, who knows though? You know? Right. Uh, and then Scarlet Nexus is, uh, the Namco game that looks exactly like God eater. Uh, I believe it is the exact same team that made God eater. Uh, and it has a lot of, what I would describe as anime cyberpunk vibes with like, it looks a lot like astral chain and shit like that. So like ghost in a sh in the shell vibes where it's like, Oh, we are like future soldiers, but the stuff we're using to do the fighting is probably bad for us. So oh, no. Um, and that just looks like a fucking action game uh with rpg elements so i'm curious about this because the last game they put out was code vein which is actually coming to game pass i think um but that was like their take on anime dark souls and i was not interested in that so hopefully this is more up my alley but i you know i have a really hit and miss relationship with these god eater-esque games i really liked the first one on psp and then i super super fell off the second one mm-hmm it was way too long oh my god i i played for 40 hours and i like wasn't even at the halfway point i was like jesus christ and it just wasn't fun really it was just like repeating the same mission styles over and over but either way it's neither here nor there this this looks okay right it's interesting so i am curious and the last one is uh Ruined King, a League of Legends story. Yes. I can't remember the name of the developer, but this is the studio that made the game Battle Chasers Night War. Yes. Uh, which is just like, you know, a turn-based RPG. Uh, and this literally just looks like Battle Chasers Night War, except that they pasted in League of Legends characters. Uh, which like, okay. And I, I said this to you while you're we watching the Game Awards. I have always been curious about the League of Legends world, but I'm not going to fucking go read a wiki about it and i'm not going to play league of legends right so if they can put out games that take place in that world i will give them a shot uh maybe they can pull me in um because there's like that metroidvania one that's supposed to come out i think it got delayed till next year uh there's like a platformer one that's coming out and then there's this one uh and so like yeah i'm willing i'm willing to give them a shot they they seem interesting enough and like the characters always seemed cool so if they can like develop those characters outside of a fucking moba i'm all for that so and like they're fighting games in development and stuff so i i am curious to see how riot decides to branch out after valorant and like what these games how how they were received yeah because like my understanding would be that like i would bet that a lot of people who play league of legends would not want to play this game probably not this is so this is for weird. people like you yeah. that have interest in that world but don't want to play League of Legends. Yeah. And then like Valorant is a whole different thing because like I told you this as well. I didn't realize that they weren't League of Legends characters and they made new characters for that. And it's like its own world. Yeah. So like I I'm also not into Valorant, so like 
yeah, I am excited for this and those other two games. So we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, that's all the game awards really had to offer. Uh, yeah, for us. Um, so some fun for me personally, some fun adventure games. Mm-hmm. And we finally find out what the initiative is working on. Other than that, I, I, I honestly, I think it takes two is probably my most and like my most excited announcement from this. Mm. My most excited and my least favorite is Mass Effect. <laughs> See, like I don't want to throw Mass Effect because, like, I don't even want to think about that right now. Well, it's too late for me because, like, as we said, that's four or five <laughs> years away. So I'm not even going to think about that. What's upsetting is like this is bringing me right back to the lead up to Kingdom Hearts two. I was looking on for the Kingdom Hearts two forums every day and eating up all of the magazine articles, anything I could get. I I want I want this game. I want it, and I want it to be so good, and it is gonna let me down, and I'll cry. But Liara's there. She'll she'll give me a hug. You know? I mean, like, I'm sure I'll play it and stuff, but like, as oh, I said, I'll play it. I we're talking four or five years in the future. I'm just like, I am focusing on 2021. <laughs> Anything after that, I don't care about because there's enough. Oh, I can't. Oh. There's enough happening in 2021 because we got Horizon. We've yeah, got but none of them are Mass Effect though. We got Horizon and Ratchet and Clank, and yeah, we. But that's not Mass Effect. This yeah, is, this is my pro. This is my problem. Yeah, but like Insomniac consistently proves that they make great games. Yeah, but Liara's <laughs> not there, man. I love no. Mass Effect so much. But you, you can play. I'll let you play as the 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 husband or the wife, whatever you want to play as. <laughs> I kind of like the wife's hairstyle. Sure. It takes two. Sure. So I might be the I might be the wife. And I think I, all I know like, is when we're done, our relationship will be rock solid. Yes, I do remember them saying like the husband complaining that the wife had like more, you know, better like items or something. Remember? Yeah. So um, like maybe you will have more fun as the wife. Who knows? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I so like I. This is weird because to me. I was really excited about 2020 because there were a lot of things that I was excited for. And I feel pretty mixed about what ended up happening this year, in my opinion, at least. Oh, wow. And so I like, I'm not really, really excited for anything in 2021. Like I was for this year. Right. Like other than monster hunter, but like I, that is just like a guarantee that I will like it or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so I, I don't know, like, I'm sure there will be a lot of stuff that comes out that I really like. It's just one of those things where I'm not like looking forward to anything. So now I have to latch on to mass effect because like, (laughs) it's one of my favorite things ever. And I, the only other thing that I would latch onto like that or get excited about is the second part of the final fantasy seven remake, but they're never, they're not anywhere near showing that. I bet. Oh no, that's, that's, uh, that's quite that's quite far into the future. It shouldn't be, but it is. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I feel very different, clearly, about this year than you do. Yeah. Uh, but, like, we're also coming off 2019, which I think is the was the worst year for video games of, like, the entire PS4 generation. I think 2014 was a better year than 2019. And I think 2020 is a 
top three from from that from the ps4 generation yeah i just not many things hit me the way i was expecting them to other than like <laughs> games that technically had come out before oh yeah we're like like like, like tony hawk and persona so. i don't i don't want to spoil what my my top 10 is going to be but my fifth favorite game this year is i like that more than like my favorite game of last year yeah, what you had said that, but I actually yes. liked a lot of games that came out last year. And so. I, I was just like, I don't care about any of these games. So yeah, uh, so this year was all about me, and <laughs> I loved it. So yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Like, it's I, there's just nothing that I'm like super yeah, yeah. excited for at the moment, and I'm always like looking for that thing. And now that like all of those things have come out, I'm like, well, you know hopefully some cool indies get announced or something that I can really, yeah. Cause like Hitman three, you seem like, okay, that seems kind of cool. Yeah. But... Like I'm going to play that and I think it'll be kind of cool, but like nah. uh, guilty gear strive, like you like guilty gear, but you're not, yeah. like I'm it. not going to get way into that, but I think it looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, Psychonauts is probably up there for you. Oh, can, see. Oh, last year was so great for me. I forgot. So yeah, last year was amazing for me. Mm. we'll see and i might like it more than this year to be honest with you whoa that's crazy yeah look man sekiro outer wilds fire emblem three houses judgment dmc5 control <sighs> kingdom hearts three oh and i played yokai watch three for like 95 Ooh. hours it was a good time yeah I controls great. I had issues with it, but you also played it later when it was better. I, I did. Watched, I played it when they had fixed it. I saw I like that's something I downloaded because it was recently added to game game pass. I want to try that again and see. Well, if that still happens. doesn't have its next gen version yet though. So, but it'll run better. It has it will, to run better in theory. Oh, well, I also played it on a pro and I, I played it on the base, on PS4. base PS4. So it'll at least have that upgrade. Yes, and I'm going to be playing it on the Series X, so it's it's got to run better. Oh, definitely. So yeah. like, and that's the same with Jedi Fallen Order, where that was just like a broken, buggy mess when I played it. Yeah, I will never forget. Like, I was like riding an elevator, and like when I got to the top of it, I walked out of the elevator, and everybody is just T posed, and I'm just oh, running. That I love that. <laughs> and I was just like, Jesus Christ, this game. And that's a case of like, it's a licensed game and it had to come out then. It could not get delayed and whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Uh, so I have both of those games downloaded and I want to try those again because when I played them, they were just, they were just unfinished. Mm. But yeah, I feel like amazing about this year and I am very excited for uh game of the year stuff which will be starting up in a couple weeks for us so yes um so yeah with that i think that's all we got mm -hmm. uh as always the theme song is sting operation by the band anamanaguchi excellent chiptune band you should check them out uh but we will be back next week peace out peace out